0: Hey
1: oh my God. hey it's, <laughs> you your name is Elizabeth right?
2: Yes, yes, it's Elizabeth
1: okay cool. I thought I remember that I remember I think you put it in one of the comments, but I just I see this, I see it poet kisses so many times that I just like... I
2: don't know. It's just everywhere these days. <laughs> it's
1: just everywhere. All over the place. You're freaking killing it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Woo.
1: Thanks for uh, thanks for joining me on the podcast.
2: Sure. Cool. Yeah. I was excited. I was like, yeah, I don't know. You want to talk to me? Sure. I wrote a few poems. I don't have anything published. I see you um, You interview a lot of people that are published. So I thought, oh, I don't know why he wants to interview me. But yay, I'll do it. <laughs> sure.
1: You know why I wanted to interview you, Elizabeth, Poet Kisses, uh, Ramadi? I don't know what your last
2: name is. (laughs) That sounds like a fun Like
1: a noodle. Yeah, you're like a noodle. That's exactly what I was going for.
2: (laughs) You noodle.
1: (laughs) Puffer fish noodle. I I wanted to interview you because what you're doing is really good work. And I, I see that there's depth in your writing. And I think more than anything else, sharing the reasons we write, what we're writing and how we came to the point of needing to write these things, because I I feel like writing isn't so much as like, Oh, I want to be a writer. It's like, I need to write this stuff out. I need to come to, I need to be able to get this stuff out of me for some reason. And when I see your, I, I saw your post and I saw your poems and then I heard you, um, I heard you. Uh, what's the word? Perform the poem. I was like, "Wow, there's so much depth and weight and feeling in what you're writing." I wanted, to, I wanted you to be able to tell your story to other people. So that's okay. why.
0: cool. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> so there you go.
2: Awesome. Awesome.
1: So Elizabeth, thank oh, you.
2: Oh. No, no, go ahead. Sorry. I tend to talk over people. So I'm going to try and like not do that. I'm going to try and like, just let you ask your questions and I'll try and answer them. So.
1: I do the exact same thing. I get way too excited about talking to other people.
2: I do too. It's <laughs> like, I have so much to say. I'm like, let me just get it all out. <laughs>
0: <Perfect>. <laughs> like
2: a little buddy. Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so thanks for coming on. Unilever yeah. Productions presents first draft with Matthew Whiteside. Today Yay! I'm joined Elizabeth, poet, poet kisses pufferfish, uh, Ramadi.
2: <laughs> Ramadi. <laughs> I'll in the green. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a no, I'm, fish, and I'm a noodle. <laughs> that's, what,
1: that's what we're going with, okay?
2: I like it. I like it. And you know what? Isn't that pufferfish just the best little like emoji icon thing ever? I mean, come
0: it's on, it's
2: so cute. It's the best it is, one.
1: It is cute. I like them, I like the monkey. Um, I like the monkey, but I, I'm I'm, more of, I'm a I'm more of a monkey kind of guy. So, do you do you own fish?
2: No, no pets. Um, I would love a dog someday, though. But no, no pets. Um, no, I, I have you two kids. Enough That's enough work.
1: <laughs> Can I ask you this? Are you in a Are you in your bathroom right now?
2: No, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm really not good at sitting mm-hmm. still. Um, so I'm walking around my house. I'm actually cleaning and stuff.
1: <laughs> Just stop cleaning. This.
2: <laughs> sorry. Um, let me find a spot. that okay. sounds. Does it sound like I'm echoing or something, or I'm far away?
1: Yeah, it does. It sounds like you're on the toilet right now.
2: No, I'm not. Let me. <laughs> let me I don't know. Uh, let me see here. All right. Can you hear me now?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's much better.
2: Okay. So that means I have to be still. All right. <sighs> Deep breaths. <laughs> okay. This is,
1: this is like meditation right now. Uh, Sitting still.
2: It's me. um, I didn't run today. And usually if I run in the mornings, I can like grab onto that stillness a little better, but I haven't done that yet today. I have a, I work out tonight. My, um, I do. I think I said that to you. my girlfriend and I do like a training session. It's hilarious. We have the funniest trainer ever. He is, he, that's where, if you read my last poem or you heard it, it, there's a part about a peacock in there. And that's where the peacock came out of the poem. It was, it was about him. <laughs> no, no, no. Him saying um, something about a peacock. He said, I have this, um, I have this way, like I either come into a room and I'm either like a turtle, like in a shell, which is very true of my personality or I'm a tiger, which is like, I'll pounce on you. <laughs> 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 it's really weird. Pounce like in a, It can be a nice way, but sometimes it can be mean. And then the other way is like a peacock. How did we even get on this? Oh, yeah. So the training session. So I have that on Thursday nights. But why did I need to tell you that? Because really-
1: we were talking about meditation.
2: Oh, yeah. So I haven't exercised yet today. So it's all like going to bottle up until I get it all out. And when I get it all out, I can be still. But right now, I don't have that stillness.
1: You know, people don't realize this, but with meditation, you can actually focus your mind like you're running. Because I feel like running, obviously you need to move your body. It's it's part of the human psychology or physiology to move our bodies. But the one of the greatest the, the mental factor that it plays is we have to spend time focusing on being present with the pain that we're in. And that's what med it's like connecting ourselves mind and body while we're running we can do that through meditation as well like when we don't have time to run we don't always have the the time and flexibility to go go outside and run or get on a treadmill but if you have five minutes and focus on something um intently for five minutes you can get the same kind of uh mental release or relaxation that you're looking for if you were to run did you know that that's science
2: yeah no i know <laughs> not the first person to say it to me ever. <laughs> It's like that knock on your door that you keep hearing. It's, somebody I mean, meditation, meditation, knock, knock, knock. have you tried it? Ooh. And it's one of those things I keep trying to kick it. And I say, no, nope, no, nope, not for me, not for me, not for me. Um, so, yes. Yeah. But I do get it when I do, I do get that like calm state. Um. It's meditative uh, words. Um, and it feels really good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it does. So... And and so just so everybody knows, um, me and Elizabeth met online um, in, a, in a dating web. No, I'm just kidding. On my WordPress, <laughs> on Tinder, Craigslist. Um, I put out a call. No, we were both we're both uh, pretending to be uh, smart, intelligent writers on uh, WordPress. <laughs> So we're like, Hey, well, I'm a great writer. Everyone's going to want to read what I have. Let me make a blog. Um, and you just recently, I think, or I'm not sure if recently, but, uh, I just discovered you recently on WordPress when you started commenting on some of my, um, some, some of my writing. And then I went to your page and you're, you've been writing some pretty profound, amazing stuff. How long have you actually been on uh, WordPress and blogging for?
2: Not long. Um, I started the blog at the end of last year, and I didn't even tell anybody about it. I just kind of started it. Um, and it, I don't know if it kind of happened because I just had a lot to write. Um, I used to write uh, years ago, but I stopped. I, had, I have children, and they have taken up that time <laughs> in, a, in a wonderful way, wonderful way. Sure, and one of them has special needs so he needs me a lot and mm. the other one is younger so he needs me a lot and now they're both you know one of them's in school and my brain kind of switched over back to this I kind of look at it like it's not like a faucet you know it's more like a dam that I was building up for all those years and somehow running and just life kind of kept knocking down all the Sticks and stones and everything that I had packed in there to keep it all at bay, and now it's kind of coming out like a dam. So, <laughs>
1: I don't know. you were like a beaver yeah. <laughs> beaving any- up
2: for a beaver. <laughs> you are
1: a beaver beaving up your <laughs> your damn writing. Now you're letting all that stuff flow out.
2: Yeah. So it's now it's you know. And I'm probably shocking half my family in the meantime because some of the poems are a little bit sensual. <laughs> I say a little bit. <laughs> um, I mean,
1: I wouldn't say they're like overly seen. I've, I've read, I've read uh, more intense, like they're it's done really well. You know,
0: there's, definitely,
1: there's the feeling of um, romance and sex and stuff like that, but it's not like, you know, it's not like porkies. <laughs> it's not. Like, there's nothing crude about it. It's it's like a, a fine.
2: I do worry it sounds a little crude sometimes. Like, oh wow, well, I don't know if I can say that without.
1: <laughs> I think that's that's uh, pretty natural for a writer to be like, oh man, should I go there? And I, one of the one of the guys we follow, um, the Dirty Sci-Fi Buddha, like on on WordPress. I talked to him about this. He writes some of the (laughs) issues.
2: Oh, my phone just, I can't hear you. Hello, hello. Hmm. There's no sound.
1: Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? yeah, 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 yeah,
2: there we go, there we go.
1: That's weird. Okay, because my not, phone went.
2: I'm not even like moving in my house. Well, I'm moving my.
1: I think it was on my side. My phone went dark, and I thought it would still record, but apparently it doesn't. I'm um, sorry about that. What What did you hear me say? <laughs> Repeat I everything.
2: What say was pretty <laughs> sci-fi Buddha, and his stuff is pretty. And you, might, I don't know if you said pretty. You might have said some other word in there so yeah it's pretty
1: well his stuff was pretty uh he, he can get pretty raunchy with his stuff but he's really good right like that's the way he writes and if you talk to the guy he's really cool and a deep thinker and a good writer um so it's funny though because you like his writing too um his
2: writing is fine he's like a fighter now but he's like an he and i also love the sci-fi part of it i mean mm-hmm. he's a true sci-fi writer I mean, I, I
1: just,
2: I can't believe he's not more popular than he is. I mean, his writing is like, it's amazing.
1: I know it really is. Yeah. But it's funny, it's funny that you are, uh, when you look at your own stuff, you're like, Oh, maybe that's too much. And I, I'm the same way. So, but what is it that makes you feel like I can't, I can't put out, like, I can't write in that format that I want to, like, I can't say something raunchy. Do you feel like you can't say it or you just don't want to? have your writing go in that direction
2: well I I have always written that way like that is like half of my writing it just comes out that way <laughs> I don't those are the, the poems that are like that are the ones that are not forced they just um flow <laughs> that's the best way to put that um, so I don't really I don't know. I think it's more of a, I think I'm, I'm worried about what people think and which is a really bad trait to have. I worry about that. I worry about what people think of me or think of my parents or, which is part of the reason why I started trying to remove a little bit of me out of, um, you know, like my online presence just so it doesn't reflect on them. I have a, my family's a little bit religious. Um, so I don't, I don't think they always approve of some of the the writing like it's not it's not things that other people talk about and see i feel the opposite way about that i feel like you should be talking about this stuff this is how we should be speaking to each other i mean how i'm freeing yeah. to be able to talk about you know sex and what you want and the sensual parts of life because isn't <laughs> I,
1: like how you said, I like how you said sex you're like
2: sex <laughs> <laughs> i know i said <laughs> i heard my parents My head, say, don't say it don't say it oh she said it <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, it's so taboo, right? And it shouldn't be. It's like everyone has sex. Everyone does, everyone cusses usually. Um, everyone has done something bad in their past or un, something that they wish they hadn't. Like the whole idea that we're not talking about things because we want to pretend to be perfect is pretty silly.
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Thank you.
1: You're <laughs> No problem I I think that's where like the religious thing has taken a nosedive it's like the pretending to be something that you're not it's like you're still a human being you know I, I understand wanting to hold up uphold certain values but don't pretend to not be human
2: well that's just hello it. It. No, I'm just thinking about what you just said. Sorry. Sometimes when people say something and it comes like like a little cloud in my head. So I'm like, it's trailing off still. So I'm thinking about 10 other thoughts from that thought. And I thought that was gotcha. a really interesting way of putting it about humans. Yeah. Cause I mean, I guess I didn't think about it that way. I just thought about it more like just the pretending of you know, who we are as people and humans. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Interesting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it is interesting. You know, like, so.
0: The- <laughs> like... Spraying water everywhere. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. Did, so, with poetry, though, it's the one thing I notice about poetry is you can say something and means you can say one thing but mean something completely different.
2: Oh yes, I just wrote a poem that I'm going to put out on Friday, and it's called Maple Syrup, and it's not really about maple syrup they're tapping the trees in my area. So it's kind of a, it's all over the radio and the news here. They all talk about maple syrup, but anyway, maple syrup is just, well, you'll have to read it on Friday, but it's just one of those, you use something else to get to what you're saying. Instead of saying, you know, like all the words that I'm not going to say on your podcast, but you would say, you know, about the you can say touching it. You can say the words. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> say the words on the podcast because it's allowed on here. I can't oh. do it on YouTube, but we can do it on the podcast. Okay.
2: Cus. <laughs> Cus. YouTube. That's interesting. I didn't know that. See, I don't know about all these like little rules and stuff in the internet world. I don't really understand them. Um,
1: yeah, YouTube has, like, rules against profanity for monetization and stuff like that, but podcast doesn't.
2: Podcast doesn't. Okay. So instead of saying like, you know, um, uh, Oh gosh, I probably should just get the poem for you, and then that will help. Um, <clears throat> well, anyway, you take it away. <laughs> you know what I mean.
1: <laughs> so yeah, like I, I, I've been told that I speak in metaphor, or I, I think in metaphors. So instead of like thinking linearly, linearly linear, linear, you know what I'm saying, linearly. <laughs> <laughs> that word's really hard to say. Um, I talk in, I, I think in metaphors. So, like an image, or I think in like a, a scene from a movie, will connect an idea for me. Um, and that's kind of what poetry is, right? It's like paint. It's it's painting for with words almost.
2: Oh, it is painting with words. Yeah, I like that.
1: Are My you just th- figuring out what poetry is <laughs> while I'm talking to you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no, that's a nice way of putting it. You know what? That's the part about poetry that love is that I could look at a tree, right and I could fall in love with the way that the wind hits the leaves and the way that the sun is is shining down on it. And I could look at the colors of it and see every beautiful green and every hue of even blue and yellows and purples and I could see all that. but you could see, you know, um, something that's sturdy and strong. So you'd want to talk about a foundation. So everybody that looks at something that's a poetry, it's beautiful because I can look at life and see its beauty in one way, or it's pain in in a way, and you can look at it and see it in a completely different way. And I, you know, or I can compare sex to maple syrup and, you know, and if it fits and it's clever, people get it. And they're like, yeah, that's cool.
1: Because it's it's sticky and sweet, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Sometimes brown and cover. (laughs) Am I on to something here? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Totally. So
2: That's what I think poetry. So yeah, it's painting with words, but it's also the, it's your view of, of the way that you see the world. You know and the interesting is i was reading some poetry and i'm not gonna say this about about anybody but somebody um had commented oh such pain that you had and the poet responded it's not real pain and i thought somewhere it was real pain because i believed it and if you read a poem and you believe it and you feel it then that's where that's where the inspiration comes right that's where it's that's where it's magic
1: yeah it it's it that's the whole thing, right? It transports you to another dimension where it's some reality. This did happen, like even in the fiction that we write or that I write. It's like somewhere that did happen, and yeah. in the in the realm of my pen and paper, this did happen.
2: Well, isn't that neat? It's like even the sci-fi stuff. You think about it, it; it's happening in your head. It's actually happening. You know, you're thinking about it. It's it's. It's playing out. Those are characters in your brain. They're living an entire lifetime in your head. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that's like that's like anything else, right? And I've I've um, getting into meditation and that kind of thing. We I realize, and I've followed some um, some teachers who teach like Eastern way of thinking and meditation. It's like the entire universe happens inside of us. Like if because if you think about this, if if you were not here. If you were never born, the universe would not exist, right?
2: Yeah, to you, because you to are you one. it would not it would
1: not exist. The fact that you were born is the only reason the universe exists to you.
2: Hmm.
1: So with that, all of creation lives inside of us. Like I see my computer, I see my telephone. I'm talking to you I'm sensing these things I have all these feelings outside of me that I'm taking in to myself and my brain is somehow decoding it and forming these images these sounds these noise like if you were speaking another language all that I would hear is sound from you
0: mm-hmm. but the
1: fact that I but the fact that I know English I can interpret that language but it's only happening inside of my head inside of my mind is where it's all happening. So to think that anything outside of ourselves is real or actually happening is the illusion.
2: <sighs> yeah. That's cool. I'm gonna have to write That's a poem cool. About that. <laughs> oh
1: man, I'm so high right
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm thinking about it. So you can't say deep thoughts like that to me and not let my brain just have a minute. I have to just take a second. And I you sure. know what? The first image was from The Matrix with that um, little boy that's like, there is no spoon.
1: (laughs) I I know. I love that.
2: The second image was me sitting there thinking inside my head and then the head and then in my brain and there was like a little, you know, Elizabeth in there. Not like young Elizabeth.
1: (laughs) First of you trying to bend a spoon.
2: (laughs) about the spoon. Uh Yeah. So that's what I was thinking about. So you just need to give me a minute so that those two little thoughts can go through.
1: (laughs) Sure. Absolutely. Take your time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But it's, that's what it is. We're like, we're, we're bending the universe, the, you know, with with our thoughts and it happens. I've, I've realized that through writing that I've, I'm creating a new destiny, a new path for myself through whatever I'm writing.
2: Yeah. Very cool. That is true. And I feel like that too, with my writing, now that I started my blog, it's, you know what my, one of my favorite, favorite, favorite parts of the whole thing is I like looking at all the different places in the world that, um, people click on my blog from. And that makes me excited. I love that. Oh my gosh. This morning there was like nine people from Kenya and I was so excited. I was like, the Kenyans love me. (laughs)
1: they do (laughs) they love poet kisses so much
2: nine of them them. how exciting is that but it's a different world it's a totally different world and they're absorbing my words and they're taking it in and they're creating their own worlds and they're living in their worlds and they have my words now how cool is that love 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 about writing so
1: what is the what's the goal for you like you you've got you just started the blog um, you just reawakened your inner poet and uncork the dam to let the beautiful floodwaters um, run freely. What's yeah. what's your goal? Like, do you have a goal in mind for your writing?
2: Um, you know what? I I love um, performing it. I'm getting used to it. It's um it's very scary and makes me nervous because they're my words and some of my poetry is you know is painful, but to say, but I love the spoken word part of it. So I think, you know, I would love to someday be able to read it aloud to people. And cause that immediate reaction of people hearing it and enjoying it and listening to my voice, say it, I think is, I just, it brings me a lot of joy. So, um, maybe to perform it more, uh, maybe I yeah. No, go ahead. I just, um, I perform it once a month right now at like this little local place and they have been loving and supportive and wonderful and amazing to me. So I keep going and it, maybe from there, it's a bigger city next and try to perform it.
1: You get up on stage and perform poetry?
2: I do. I even like, you know, oh, wrapping like, it a little bit. I feel like I'm up there like rapping, like I'm this old white lady rapping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're my hero that that's got is that not ter- is that terrifying to do
2: it's terrifying it because they're my words like this yeah. is like i'm bleeding like on the stage and i'm like here hope you guys don't mind all this blood
1: please have a serving of my blood
2: <laughs> here. it's okay guys <laughs> yeah That's they're racking but you know what there's no but there's been no more than like 20 people so it hasn't been you know it's not overwhelming they have um something called a uh, couple times in the summer and that gets a little more intense last year i read um that poem piles and oh. what i loved about it was it was like this 12 year old girl who, who was walking by because it was outside and she was walking by because it's all kind of a fair atmosphere you know with like food trucks and stores are open and she wa- was walking by with i'm guessing her mother and she stopped and sat and listened and afterwards you know wanted to say that she loved the poem. And I thought that that's the reason I do it. So that somebody hears it and they take it with them, you know, and whatever it inspires them to do, even the sensual poems, like if it inspires you to, you know, become a better lover to your person you're with and awesome, do it. You know, to inspire people to something different. Right.
1: No, I mean that's exactly why I started writing cuz I wanted to inspire people. Um but getting up on stage like that's the, my, one of my biggest fears is getting up on stage. I want to do stand up, but I'm terrified to get up and cuz I'm an idiot and <laughs> I know I'd blow it. I'm just afraid of bombing, but I know I'd be okay if I'd bombed. I just I don't know. I think I'm afraid of doing well as well too. Um, how did, are you in an area where like poetry, um, are you in like a very, uh, what am I trying to say, like an artsy area? Are you East Coast, West Coast?
2: No, um, I live in the heart of Minnesota, so um, it is very Midwest, <laughs> very Midwest here, yeah. I didn't always live here. This is my fifth year of living here. Uh, we moved here for my husband's work and to be closer to family. So it's not a metropolis. I lived in Brooklyn in New York for a while and that's where he and I actually met. Um, Um. So our, you know, um, my view of like city and culture is different than maybe here. Here it's, I think it's starting. They're, They're trying to, you know, like things like the poetry readings, and they have art crawls. So people bring their art and they, you know, display it and the local um, shops will open up and put art everywhere. And people do poetry readings, people sing, it's really cool. So I think they're trying and I like that they're trying here, but it's not, um, it's not Minneapolis. It's not um, St. Paul. Those are the big places around here to that I would consider like culture and have more art, but here they're trying. So I think that's that's a step, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it. Well, I guess it's good too, in a, in a sense that, like, if you were in like New York and you you wanted to go read your poetry, like, how much more intimidating that would be to go? Well, I have read
2: a- New York many years ago, so I have read. Of- <laughs> it is intimidating, and it, it's it. It's like we were saying about going for stand up. It's one of those things where you have to, because you're putting yourself out there. So people are either going to like you or they're not going to like you, right? And you have to decide do you care? And how much do you care? And which direction are you going to go in if you do if they do care? So you have to decide if you're going to get up there and the people are laughing, you're going to keep going? Or are you going to go down? I was, I think, like, for me, I put all my poetry in boxes and they're downstairs in my closet just sitting there. Or I could go and read it. So I decided that the latter was what I wanted. I was tired of it just sitting in a box. Like you when you've are tired of your jokes, just sitting in your head, or you're tired of just giving them to the people. Around you, you're going to decide it's time to go and perform them. Like when you're tired, when you're done, when you're like, I'm done, I want to do this now. There is no time right yeah. now. Right. This is yeah. it.
1: Yeah. And that's where the freedom of life comes in for sure. When you start attacking it like that, uh,
2: yeah. like I'm, gonna, start... I'm not going to do it. Like if I say that I'm a poet, then I'm going to be a poet. Right. Because I, yeah. I'm not if I don't
1: write, right? You Get off the fence. You yeah. just pick a side. That's that's yeah. yeah. one of the most difficult things in life. I think most people live their entire lives on the fence. I was I was on the fence my entire life at, until about nine months ago. I was on the fence. You know, mm-hmm. my completely crushed my balls. It's <laughs> it's a terrible place to live. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I would say I decided to get off the fence probably about a year and a half, almost two years ago, and it's just kind of snowballed to the blog, and going and reading and stuff like that. So yeah, tired of living on the fence. I wanted to pick a side. Have I chosen the right side? Hmm. We'll see. We'll see.
1: <laughs> I my metaphor for that is um, it's like we're swimming in a big ocean, right? And like I'm I'm out there by myself, and I think. I know I can make it to land. And so I start swimming in one direction and I think, wait a second, is this the right direction? And I think, well, no, maybe I should go in this other direction. I feel like it would be better. And so I swim back in the other direction and I think, well, no, maybe I I think the other direction was probably better. Let's go in this direction. So I start swimming in another direction, you know, and in that way I end up drowning as opposed to ever making it anywhere because I can't make up my damn mind. It's like, whether it's the right decision or not, it's like, are you, are you marginally happier than you were because you're going in the direction you are? And if so, keep going in that damn direction. Yeah. Because something, something's going to come from it.
2: Yeah. I like that metaphor. That's a good one. See, you do think in metaphors. I knew. You I were I,
1: well, I was told it was a form of uh, some kind of mental retardation as a child. <laughs> they were like, I think this one's dumb. <laughs> Who would
2: tell you that? <laughs> I mean, who would tell you that. But I hope that that person t- have a hold you.
1: Everyone in elementary, el- everyone from elementary school until even college <laughs> was like, "I think there's something wrong with your head, bro, bro."
2: Oh, but you know what? Do you ever did you ever wonder maybe something was wrong with their heads, not yours?
1: You know what it was? I saw that quote from Albert Einstein that was like. Um, if you ask a fish to climb a tree, you never know how brilliant it really, really is. Or like how much of, you know,
2: cause, yep, yep, yep. I know that one.
1: Cause you got to give, uh, there's four, there's so many different forms of genius out there, you know,
2: Absolutely.
1: that, I mean, the, the way you write poetry is a form of, a form of genius.
2: That's very nice of you to say. I love doing yeah, it.
1: Because it, and you say it like flows out of you, but like for most people, writing in in, in metaphors like that and these these lines that convey so much meaning in so few words, writers try for their whole lives to figure out how to convey meaning and emotion in words without ever getting it. You know, and poetry is like the essence of that.
2: Yep, it is. Painting. Myself. Have you?
1: <laughs> have you thought about have you thought about like publishing a, a poetry book like a
2: um, a um, book of I mean yeah sure I mean I think that I think that is a is the goal for most writers they would love to be published you know it's um, but it is I feel like it's kind of like this other beast that is something you have to tackle I mean even listening to some of your interviews with some of these writers you had one writer man she had the worst time with publishers and I thought she must have a really thick skin because I don't think I have that to like put yourself out there and get rejected. Put yourself out there and get rejected. I mean, at least with the blog, I feel like people can go on there, they can like it. It's kind of safe, you know, it's safer to and if they don't like it, they don't like it. it they don't have to read it, you know, they don't have to mark like, but to get like a letter that says, you know, your writing is crap. <laughs>
0: we <This> <laughs> sucks. <laughs>
1: the book scares the crap out of me too, though, because I see how many people have read it or like at least looked at it and I see how many likes I have and I'm like, son of a bitch. (laughs) What the hell's going on around here?
2: (laughs) Yep, yep. I know, see, that's the thing is about some of my poems too. I feel like some people just love them and then other people are like, yeah, it's okay, that's not my favorite. And I'm like, well, whatever. But (laughs) I don't care. I just think it's a lot of, so yes, publishing would be, it would be wonderful, but it, again, it's a beast that I have not even thought about tackling right now. I'm, I feel like my life is pretty full, busy. Um, besides, you know, the writing. I'm training for a half marathon, so I'm busy running and, and trading. So, and I've got kids and a house and a husband, and life is busy. So, you know, how, my, how
1: many miles? How many miles is a uh, half marathon?
2: Um, thirteen point one. Yeah. Thirteen point one. Yeah. What's
1: the most you've ever ran?
2: Twelve. On Saturday, I have another twelve mile run, and then I have one more twelve mile and one seven mile. Those are my long runs for the next few weeks, and then it's the half marathon.
1: Yeah, you're never gonna make it. That's uh.
2: <laughs> you're never gonna make it. Yeah, I'm gonna be left dust. <laughs> you're
1: gonna make it to twelve miles and be like, "Son of a bitch, I should have trained that extra mile. What was I thinking?"
2: They say they don't train it, which I think is the stupidest thing ever. Because I feel like I need that thirteenth mile. They're like, "No, you're gonna feel great when you finally accomplish it." I'm like, "Bullshit! I'm happy I just got through this and I'm alive." Come on.
1: I know, <laughs> I right? Care. It does seem strange to me though, because like I guess they want you to run as fast as possible in in that time frame. Like with weightlifting, it's just kind of the same idea. Like you never train a max weightlift; you train like the eighty to 90 percent um so with, I suppose it's the same with running you would only train like the 85 to 90 percent of the running otherwise you would I suppose burn yourself out or especially if you're going to a competition
2: yeah I don't know that's what they say but I'm pretty sure I give like 100 percent every day that I run it's really hard for me I'm not an athletic person um, I have to like fight every mental thing that keeps telling me to not do it and to stop and to go home and eat potato chips.
1: <laughs> you know what I just thought about? Have you ever thought that like while you're running this half marathon, you might see some of your fans uh, that follow your blog oh, while sorry. you're running?
2: I, I don't think I have that. Fan- you think the Kenyans are coming over here? To see me? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i mean i guess i should wear a shirt that says i am poet kisses (laughs) you should a little hat that says like i'm poet kisses and maybe people will oh my gosh i know her
1: that's poet kisses let's (laughs) run with her And and then you'll run with the kenyans and maybe they'll you can like drag behind them as they run those the people who run the the marathons and stuff and win marathons they're running like five minute miles for like 27 miles. <laughs> it's
2: like I, do it. I have a cousin who can run really, really fast and he's the same. Like it's easy for him. I mean, he can run like seven to eight minute miles consistently and I am just in like in awe of people like that. I, I can run maybe a, between a nine and a 10 minute mile and that's me pushing it. I mean, I've run faster than that for like little little races, but I am not a five or six minute runner. It is hard. Yeah. It's a mental battle from the minute I like even have to think about going for a run, like everything that tells you not to go everything, but it's, I don't know. It's that crazy voice. You got to just say, Nope, 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 Nope. I'm going to do it. And then you keep, and then you push harder and then you try a little bit more.
1: Do you ever feel like crying while you're running? Because I know that when I get to a certain point, I just want to cry. I'm just like, this is so hard. <laughs> what is happening?
2: Yeah, I think that you have those block days and those are block days that you've got to give yourself a little grace and walk and change your music that you're listening to, change what's happening because it's like that constant of if I'm telling myself this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, well what am I doing about it? Am I am I helping myself in any way to make it suck less? Like am I, you know, so if you're in the <sighs> 5 minutes no, but
1: isn't- Is there never that point while you're running where like the pain becomes so great that you're like, it it, the pain becomes so great, it turns into like this feeling of pleasure, but it's like emotionally charged pleasure that's like, it, it comes from somewhere else. It's like, you know, when the water is super hot in the shower and you put your hand under it and it feels cold for a second because it's so hot.
2: Yes, 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 I do.
1: It's like that.
2: I just thought about that the other day. I was like washing Did my hands you? and I was, I thought about that because the water went really hot and I was like, Oh, Oh, Oh. <laughs> like, exactly. my, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> my flesh just melted off. It's <laughs> great.
2: Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Running can be like that too. There is a point of that, but that's where I think that like I hit the meditative state, you know, that you're talking about. I hit that, okay, now it's okay to, I kind of think about the pain and I kind of bring it, let it do what it's staying in my body. I don't try to push it away. Cause I think uh-huh. when you try to get on top of pain is when you experience it more. So I say, okay, I'll feel it. Let's feel it. What's happening here. And I'm like, my lungs are on fire. And I'm like, are they going to burn to a crisp or am I going to inhale good oxygen and let the air come in? I do that a lot because of breathing is, you know, you kind of forget yeah. to breathe sometimes when you're running, <laughs> so you got to do that. But as long as you can bring in that air, um, the pain becomes something different. Then it's it's almost like it's my power to be able to say, "Nope, I'm I'm in charge here, not you. I'm gonna keep going."
1: <laughs> do you ever do you ever zombie run?
2: Yeah, I do. I, you know when that happens is mostly the treadmill. I have to just go. Like on the, yeah. I think that's what you mean, where you just kind of let your body, your mind go. Yeah, I do that. Well, the well, it's like, it's like the your
1: face, your mouth kind of hangs open, your hands are just kind of like limp, and your eyes are kind of dead, and you just like, somehow move. You know what I'm talking about?
2: No, but that is a terrible image of a runner.
1: <laughs> that's how I run every morning. <laughs> <laughs> I do three miles every morning, and it's just straight up zombie face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. I hate my life. Why do I have to do
1: this? <laughs> but I'm the ha- I'm happiest. i the happiest boy in town. <laughs>
2: your zen with running. Maybe running isn't your zen. Maybe you need to do something else, like swim lap. Maybe I've done you that. found what makes you move. I think our bodies. You have to find what makes you move. And if you love it, like I love it. I have, there are moments when I absolutely hate running and I want to just bag it all and throw, you know, burn every tennis shoe to the ground. But mostly I love it. And I think that you have to love it to keep doing it. I really do. Yeah.
1: yeah and I think that's.
2: With it. Is it music? Is music is your Zen or do you like watching like comedies? I know you like comedies. Do you like movies?
1: I, um, I listen to, uh, some different. I listen to either a motivational speaker or I listen to like Sadhugara. um, like he talks about uh, oneness and inner peace and meditation and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I enjoy running. Like I hate it when I first start, but then when my body warms up, I'm like, oh, this feels amazing. Ooh. And the zombie run comes in later. It's <laughs> I, I find peace. I find peace in movement of any type of movement. Like I, I just enjoy movement in general. Um, but there, yeah, there is a lot to the music and finding that Zen Zen state, because there's gotta be something that pushes your body to the limit of, I don't think I can do this anymore. And then you check in with yourself like you were talking about and you remind yourself that, yeah, I'm okay. I'm not gonna, this, this isn't going to kill me. Yeah.
2: That's exactly- and there's peace. Yeah. Yeah. And then zombie run comes in. No, I don't, I think maybe at the end of a marathon, you probably have a lot of people that are zombie running. I
1: want to, I mean, I think I would like to do a marathon just to see if I could do it because it seems like a miserable, miserable thing. Um, and it, well it's like anything miserable is a great accomplishment. Um, if you can, if you can withstand it, like, look what I did. I, I withstood this much misery, misery. I'm great. <laughs> Somebody pat my back.
2: Yeah, but you get a medal. Come on. The medals are cool.
1: I know, but isn't that what we do as human beings? It's like, look how much misery misery I can put up with. Aren't I the best?
2: Oh yeah, I guess. I don't know. I
1: thought- <laughs> what a great way <laughs> to look at it. <laughs>
2: I'm like, that's kind of terrible. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I have found so much joy in running and I love, I love the, the accomplishment of it. I do. I love getting the medal. I love when, you know, if you're in a race and there's, Oh, here's a funny story. If you're in a race and there's people, you know, cheering you on, and there's always these awesome volunteers, people standing in, you know, in cold and like terrible conditions, like telling you you're doing a great job. You know, I mean you get to see so much human spirit in just one race. I mean, there's kids that see you run and that inspires them maybe to run and mm. be healthy and exercise. I don't know. I feel like it's a the whole experience is super meditative for me. It's I love it. Oh, the funny thing is, do you know like that sound like when you um, give somebody a high five? Like what sound would you hear? what sound effect? <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason I'm asking is because I was in a race and I was running and I made, the, there was a, um, you know, there's all, there's usually cops and stuff to help with the streets. And I usually have headphones on and I raise my hand and I make the and I, you know, do an air high five, right? You know how you do air high five with somebody? They always oh, yeah. By. yeah, well, apparently mine sounded like a whip. So I didn't know why these cops kept looking at me, giving me these funny looks, but I was going, whoosh, whoosh, every
1: time. <laughs> like you were whipping the cops.
2: As I was going by. <laughs> and somebody told me, they're like, oh, I think you're throwing whips out there, not high fives. <laughs> they're like,
1: perfect. <laughs> they must have thought you were the most insane human being. Zombie, whipping <laughs> cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this maniac? With all know. these <laughs> <laughs> what Wow. What else?
2: What else? What else?
1: Have we I solved? You know. The world? Have we what solved the problems of the world?
2: The world? What's left?
1: Is that what we're, is that what we were trying to do?
2: I think so. I think in our small, tiny little way, the fraction of breaking down the barriers of the world becomes, honestly, like you know, I'm that, friends with Kenyans style. The world is, is going to be first, awesome for me. <laughs>
1: my, my goal um, since I was a little kid or my, th- I had this thought that I want to change the world since I was, since I was a kid and I always thought it was crazy. Like what a, what a silly thing to think. Like I'm going to do anything to change the world. But honestly, like when you just said that, it's it's one of those things where it's like one person at a time, one thing at a time. Like I may not change the whole world, but if I've changed one person's if I've changed one person's perspective to that of like happiness, light and laughter and love, then isn't that changing the world? I mean Absolutely. like we talked about the universe inside of us, then I just changed that I didn't just change the world, I just changed that person's whole universe
2: and all the universes in their head too that they're creating. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what a, isn't that a gift to be like to yeah. realize that we have that capability as people?
2: That's a very cool gift. I think a lot of people don't tap into their gifts though. I think it takes other people to get help other people break into their gifts, you know?
1: Oh yeah. We need trailblazers. We need people who are Jump up on stage and and read some stupid poem or uh, get up. To, <laughs> not you. Oh well, well, my stupid
2: now. <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> not you. I you know I throw the idiot and stupid word around quite quite uh, generously. I think it's a I think it's a form of magic. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, it takes people like that because you getting a, you tell telling me that you've gotten up on stage and read your poetry. Honest to God, inspires me to just be like. Well, Poe Kisses can do it.
2: <laughs>
1: Elizabeth, Elizabeth Poe Kisses, Pufferfish, Ramadi can do it.
2: I am a noodle. <laughs> yeah. That
1: noodle, that wet noodle can get up on stage and, and read a poem.
2: It takes a lot of practice. It's not one of those things that I feel, you know, I I don't know if you, um, you seem like you have a personality, you probably acted or did any type of acting at some point, maybe when you were younger, but. I did. And it's so much easier to play someone else on stage than it is to be yourself and go up there and show people and say, this is what I'm thinking. Let me show you my weird thoughts. Let me, let me break down the universe in my way here. Let me feed it to you and see what they say. Yeah. And it's so racking, but you got to condition yourself to like, <sighs> stop worrying about every person's opinion about it and let it go. You know? Yeah. You got to let it go. You got to set that damn free.
1: Stop being such a beaver.
2: <laughs> you be a beaver. I bet damn. there's a-, for a beaver. I bet it's cute with a little tail.
1: <laughs> a little tail whacking on the yeah. tree branches and stuff. Yeah. Trying to stop yeah. people's thoughts.
2: Yeah. Damn beaver.
1: <laughs> Those damn beavers. It's a, it's an amazing gift. I'm I'm so glad that uh, you've you've been living in your gift because that is an inspiration and it's a beautiful thing to for anybody to see. And if people don't know you yet, they will soon because this podcast has over ten listeners. <laughs>
2: <Ooh>.
1: <laughs> you're the one of them. I think yeah. no, you you're number eleven. You're number 11. I'm um,
2: awesome um, you,
1: know, you can make money with these podcasts I've made $1.90 in, <laughs> in, in two months I'm racking
2: up. <laughs> Ooh, you are, are in the money you do like a money dance or you're like yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah I've been throwing around uh, bags of nickels on my bed and- <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> 70 nickels.
2: <laughs> Ooh, look at me now. I know. I think I was really excited this morning. I was like, oh man, I have 59 followers. And on Twitter I have 20. I'm like, that's 20 people. You know, half of them I know, but that's okay. <laughs> that's
1: <right>. that's <laughs> no, so that's exciting.
2: WordPress, I don't know that I only well, I kind of know you now. I mean, I feel like we're buddies now, but I know you. Yeah. And uh, maybe two other people, my, those followers. So that's pretty cool, you know? It is cool.
1: And here's the thing too, um, that I, you don't even realize, but like, I remember I started this blog five months ago and I remember begging people, like begging my friends. I was like, just read my, I've written these stories. <laughs> just <laughs> go look at them. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get around to it, pal. Eh, all right. Well, think
0: about it. <laughs>
1: like my all my buddies are good fellas. and yes. um,
2: are they holding like pizza, like folded pizzas in their hands, and they like take a bite after they sit yeah.
1: that? Hey, Matt, forget about it. I ain't, I ain't reading nothing. Huh? <laughs> and uh, yeah, See, it's
2: pretty. Tight. A comedian. you can pull characters out. That's a comedian right there. You pull I characters. Know. See.
1: You got it. The only reason, the only reason I a YouTube channel was so I could do comedy. Like, I was going to do stand up on the YouTube channel. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Done. But no, what I was saying, what I was saying about the blog is like, you don't realize it. If you just keep doing the thing that you're doing, that you're passionate about, nobody pays attention at first. And then slowly one person starts looking at it. And then another, per- like if you just do it every damn day and you get really obnoxious about it in people's faces, they're like, well, this idiot's not going to stop writing. I might as well just look at it and see what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> and then people start that's, li-
2: that's what's happened to me on Facebook. I think most of the people, well, everybody that I'm friends with on Facebook is either family or friends. And I think they stop looking at my posts. And I'm just like, no, I'm going to keep posting it. Here, look at it, look at it. <laughs> Seriously. That's sweet. yeah. I, I maybe don't say it that way. I, you know, I'm a little nicer. It's like my poetry. <laughs> like I,
1: went from, I went from zero, zero followers on Twitter to I'm over, I'm almost at 5,000 now in three months um, by just being extremely obnoxious. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm being myself, <laughs> but I'm like, I jump in everybody's conversation. Uh, and like, hey, look at me! Look at these things that I have to say. Until finally, they're like, "All right, <laughs> let it. We'll let them play." And it's just, and then, and now I'm like, I've interviewed sixty plus authors, and yeah,
2: that's awesome. And you've written books.
1: I've published two books. Oh, in my college, my college, the one that I got laughed out of the writing center for for my writing. Um, contacted me from the career center and said, Hey, we have some people who want to be, be professional writers who want to do writing as a career. Will you talk to them about it? And I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yeah, yeah. You said, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, of course. I said, I would be more than happy to tell them how to um, how to write, how to, (laughs) How to, how to uber and how to
2: <laughs> whatever they need to know I'm there for that
1: how to live off a dollar fifty a month
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: so you want to be a writer huh <laughs> come on we'll, my, are we going to my garbage can or yours <laughs> <laughs>
2: And you were happy. So you're like, sure, I'll show you my garbage can.
1: Yeah, like usually I write on I write on old discarded napkins, but but the paper company down the street went out of business, so I've got reams and reams. <laughs> <laughs> this is my car. That's a grocery cart. Hey, listen. <laughs> I'm going to need you to mind your business kid. Like, I don't, it's, it's just funny to me <laughs> that somehow I've become a successful writer. <laughs> <laughs> you know,
2: so you are, if you believe it, you are right.
1: I think honest to God, I am. And <laughs> like, I had no clue how I got to where I am. It's just amazing. It's but it is. It's doing what you do every single day, like over and over and over again. Yeah. Just keep putting yourself out there. Yeah. And I think you are extremely talented um, with what you're doing. So I just want you to do it more.
2: Okay. <laughs> that's,
1: that's my advice. Do it more.
2: Yes. Yes, I will. I'm trying to do. My goal is three poems a week, so we'll see. Friday is the the super sensual ones, and I got that one ready to go. And Sunday is a love poem. And oh, you have, you have
1: certain days that you put out certain yeah, types of poems. I,
2: I was trying to. I was trying to do you know every two to three days just put them out because I kind I've been um, stockpiling them. I've been writing them since they've been coming out quickly. I've been writing them, recording them, and then once they are. I, I print off a, like a real hard copy of it. I staple it and I put it in a folder and then it's done. Like my feelings about that poem are finished. And the only way that I can bring it back up is if I read it aloud in front of an audience. Otherwise I'm done with it forever. Um, mm. But I post it, I get it at the post, you know, already. And then I let it go. So I was trying to do, you know, Friday nights were the sensual ones. Uh, well, I put them out in the morning so you can have them for Friday, you know, for Friday sure. time, whoever you're with. Um and then, you know for the weekend sex. <laughs> um and then
1: uh Sunday I only have my sex on Wednesdays. If you could uh if you could please <laughs> <read> your schedule.
2: <laughs> okay, all right, I'll change things. All right, no problem.
1: I'm like, let's- come on, baby, let's, let's read this poem and bone. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: Well, I was gonna put a disclaimer on there, like, you know, either push play and listen with your, you know person that you're with enjoy grab a condom or if you're by yourself press play enjoy and don't forget to clean up your toys
1: <laughs> that's great you should put that in there I mean
2: I it'll be too much it might be too much my I, I always think my parents are one click away from seeing stuff so I'm
1: careful who cares like I this is what I've learned too like I, I was trying to um Limit myself and like how I how I wrote things out and what I put out there because I was afraid that like oh my mom and my sisters follow my blog and but here's the deal people love reading about raunchy dirty sexy sexy things like I've, I like when I when I have a tagline that says uh, come harder or some shit like that people are like oh I got to see about this <laughs> because we're all per- we're all perverts and we all want to figure out how to blow our loads harder. And like, <laughs> you know, and like, how to have better sex? It's what people want to know.
2: That's right, they do. I agree. I agree with you. That's part of the reason why I write it and put it out there.
1: Exactly, you're awesome. doing you're doing the world a service.
2: That's right. It is a little service, isn't it? Thank you, poet. Kisses.
1: Thank <laughs> you, poet. Kisses. We appreciate your service. Here's your medal. You, you're going to win the Nobel Peace Prize. Yes. For real. Writing about sensual dongs.
2: Well that could be a good a
1: poem, actually.
2: Sensual dongs. Oh, I don't Don- know how I would spin that though. That doesn't sound very fun. That that kind of gives it away. Like I never like to give it away, you know? Like I like to say, make it so it's kind of a little off. You don't know that I'm really talking about it.
1: Are your are your carrots peeled? How about that one? <laughs> <It's
2: pretty stable. laughs> <laughs> like the, I was telling you about the maple syrup one, the maple syrup one, and part of it, I ask, I say, um, "Did you bring your hammer?" <laughs> and I say it that way. <laughs> oh my! Yeah. So it's like that, you know. It's it is it is what you think it is, but is it really?
1: <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about here? Somebody building uh, a house, like an? Are <laughs> they building a house of pancakes?
2: House of. Pancakes. <laughs> No, it's the tapping. So to tap into a maple tree, you could only tap into them certain times of the year. And right now is the time, it's the spring thaw. And you need a hammer about the size of your finger um, and you need to push it into the bark of the tree. And as soon as the bark begins to swell, you um, insert a larger form of of funnel.
1: (laughs) Jeez, Louise! This sounds pretty, pretty racy.
2: <laughs> this is just for maple syrup, and then you can extract that sweet, sticky goodness. Um,
1: are, there, are there a bunch of lumberjacks out there fucking trees, or what's going
2: on? <laughs> I'm looking. <laughs> I'm looking at three of them right now. <laughs> They're just
1: <laughs> I'm just boning the trees. Oh yeah, <laughs> maple syrup, baby.
2: Climbing my trees right now.
1: (laughs) Oh, you got your sticky stuff all in my beard. Oh man.
2: Oh, and you know, no, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I guess some people anything can be perverted and uh, sexualized, right?
2: Definitely, anything can. Yeah, you can. Sure, I could even.
1: Thank you. We're going into depth.
2: <laughs> great. Thank you for removing another portion of my damn. <laughs> now I have to go write about everything.
1: <laughs> you got to write about it all.
2: Uh, so yeah, trying to put out a couple poems a week. If I could do it every day, I would. Um, and maybe someday I'll be able to maybe time. I will figure out how to bend time with my spoon just a little bit more.
1: <laughs> that's the secret right none of us get any more time it's just we have to figure out how to utilize it better
2: I know I spent too much of it not doing right I've spent too much of it and I remember hearing you said that in one of your um interviews too you're like I just spent so much time not and now I am you know isn't that the case of it it's kind of like you know the people that are always like oh I need to go on a diet I need to go on a diet I need to go diet you know and then you say no more I'm gonna be this now this is what i am now this is where i'm going you know and you do it you have to do it yeah. every damn day
1: yeah because we're the only ones that can stop the world from spinning you know like it's
2: yeah
1: either we decide to sit down and say i'm gonna stop this madness or we just keep you know flying our happy asses along in the tornado <laughs> like just as the house spins off its axis and we're flown into the pasture of talking scarecrows and tin men.
2: You know, you could sexualize a tornado.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> the, th- the throbbing wind gust.
2: <laughs> the throbbing wind gust. I wasn't going to say throbbing. Oh, that's a word that I don't really use in my poetry. Do I? No, throbbing seems a little bit Heavy. I wonder where I could place that. Okay. It
1: is heavy. It's like throbbing.
2: Yeah, it's a heavy word, right? Throbbing. Yeah. If you're ever with me when I write a poem, it's almost kind of like a trance. It's, um, And I can't look at you in the eye if I'm in the middle of writing it. Um, I kind of have to go into my world with it. And if I look at you in the eye, I'm out of it. And to get back is so hard. Oh, I hate that.
1: It is. It's like, it's like recapturing a dream that you were having.
2: And so hard. So I usually just have to tune everything out, but that's what starts with a word or it starts with an idea. So. Yeah. I wrote my,
1: I wrote my book in three weeks and it basically each, each day started with a sentence or like a couple of words. And I just went from there.
2: Yeah. Did you force yourself to write did you say like, I have to write every day, even if it's crap?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I do that. every. And you saw that post I posted yesterday. I do it every day, no matter how yeah. shitty it is.
2: I did say that to you. You do do that. It's so hard for me to do. I feel like unless I've got a poem that I want to write, I can't, I can't force it. There's other times that I'll write something. Like yesterday, it's not that I didn't want to force it. It's that I had a thought in my head that I couldn't get out of. So it didn't become a poem. Um, like, here's,
1: here's, here's my thought on that real quick. Yeah, tell me. I think we can always we, we can always have these days where we feel like there, we don't have anything good to write. But in, in more cases than not, and I think all the time, actually, it's just on what level are we willing to accept what we write on the paper? Because there's sometimes like what, what level am I willing to accept the emotions and feelings that I'm actually having that go against what I have been writing? Because I've been, I've, I write a lot of inspirational, motivational, like happy shit. And then so when I have those days where I just want to say F it and like cuss and do these nasty things, there's days like, oh, I can't write today. But in reality, I'm just not willing to accept the stuff that needs to come out. And I've realized that just write and allow it, whether it's goofy, volatile, inspirational, whatever it's, it needs to come out because other people are going to interpret it however the hell they want regardless.
2: Yeah. It's back to caring what other people think and just putting it out there because you're putting it out there. That's what you're doing. You're doing what you're saying you're doing. That's so hard for me. That's a, that's something that I'm really trying to discipline with. It's how I, you know, I feel like physically I've, I've been really on track with what I want to do discipline wise. And now the mental part is the part that's working. Maybe meditation will be my thing to be able to say, you know, like to be able to hone it in. But yeah, that's a hard thing. I saw that you had that hard day the other day. And I thought, God, you were so brave to just kind of blast about it. And I thought I would not have been able to do that. I've been like, you know, I tuck my tail between my legs and say, I'm sorry, and walk away. And I think what I. you,
1: mean, you yeah. mean this, don't, don't suffer the fool's
2: no, it was uh-huh. about, I, I don't know if that was the name of it. It was about the one that you were, you were like, something about smiling. Somebody was like, you know, some people can't. Yeah, that was,
1: smile. that, that, was, that was for the fools. Yeah, they got mad at me on Twitter for smiling.
2: I remember reading it and thinking, God, that was really brave. And you know what? I think we have that kind of bravery when we're younger and it's yeah. beaten out of us as we age, as we become adults, as we become, you know, functioning society, you know, members of society. We, forget to just say, no, this is me, all of me here. This is what you get. You know, I'm not going to censor myself to be one thing. I'm not going to say I'm only the inspiration guy or I'm only the, you know,
1: Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's even with writing. Like I, I had set up all these goals for myself with writing once I started writing, because I was like, I love writing. And then I had to break this idea that when the interview started and the YouTube started, and then like i started getting this acting itch I had to break the idea that I was just a writer. Like, why can't I just be an artist? Like, why can't I be a living piece of art? Like somebody who just embodies being creative and doing those things. Like, I don't what I have to pigeonhole myself with just, oh, I'm a writer. That's so so living.
2: Like renaissance way of living. You know? Like you're not gonna be, you're going to be skilled in all the things that you want to be skilled in. You don't have to just be a carpenter. Like you can be a writer. And you can play an instrument and you can be an actor and you can do all of those things. And wherever you find that joy, then do it the most, but go back to the other stuff too. If you enjoy it, if that's how you interpret the world, and you want to show people, I think it's a very Renaissance way of thinking. I think yeah. I get stuck into one job and one life and one mode of thinking. And I, I just can't do it. I can't do that. It's not fun. I, there's more, there's so much more, you know, like there's just.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like, you can enjoy the thing you're doing now. Once you stop enjoying it, don't be so afraid that like, Oh, but I love this thing. I don't want to like leave it. Like everything in life passes. Like the whole, all of our suffering is only due to the fact that we want to hold on to these finite things. We just have to let them go and move on. There's going to be something else that comes into our life that we enjoy, but that's it's hard to live with an open mind because there's a lot of terror that can run in um, and try to destroy you when your mind's constantly open like that. You have to you have to learn how to protect it. You have to have three ninjas.
2: What um, <laughs> like three ninjas?
1: Colt, Tom, Tom, and uh, what's his name? You know what I'm talking about
2: <laughs> JoJo.
1: <laughs> jo- little JoJo. <laughs> that was- <laughs> no,
2: with their whips <laughs>
1: <laughs> everybody
2: being Renaissance
1: it's just more fun that way you're right it is renaissance of the human spirit I think is taking place uh, all across the world um I've started to notice it with people I talk to I don't know if you have but I think it's the perfect time with the connection we have with the internet, with everything that's going on politically, um, socially, people, you know, transforming gender fluid kind of deal, like all that stuff. Like it's, we're all becoming this.
2: People think it's a dark time, but I don't think it's a dark time. I I think it's a brighter time than it's ever been because I think people are starting to listen to each other. (sighs) maybe more and i think there is always going to be the groups of people who don't want to hear it and don't want to see it and they're going to put their hands up they're going to put their their books you know their religious books up and say this is this is the way that it's supposed to be what are you doing we're all going to hell and i think that we need more artists i do i think we need more people who are who are living their joy and can spread it and say wait a minute and their pain and talking about it again and again and again, not just one time, not two times, not some, you know, piece of fluff that you throw on a new channel. But I'm talking about the real stuff, the real things that we're talking about. You know, yeah. we're talking about like big things and little things and great things and all the things.
0: <laughs> all the things.
2: <laughs> I actually had a lot more words behind my head there. Like I was think I was, you know, we're talking about spiritual things. We're talking about fucking. We're talking about All the things that make us human, you know, the pleasures in life, the joys in life, the pain, grief, absolute grief. I have a poem called grief that I'm hoping, yay, I'll be able to perform it this month. No, not this month. Sorry, April. And like, yay, grief. But I want to be done with it because it's one of those really heavy things. You know, grief is terrible and it's awful, but there is a bright side to it. We're talking about it. We're understanding that everybody has a piece of it. We're all carrying it. We're all carrying love. We're all carrying grief. We're all carrying pleasure. Let's talk about it. Let's figure out how it connects us. Because if we find what connects us, isn't that what unites us? Isn't that the whole part of inspiring people and changing the world? Isn't that what we're doing? Absolutely. Hope we're doing.
1: We're trying to do. Yeah, absolutely. I think a hundred percent that is That's right. And I think all these, the, the hashtag movements that have been going on are fantastic that it's giving voice. And because it's just like I'm in recovery, right. And for alcoholism and going, going about it alone, trying to fight this demon of drinking and addiction is so terrifying on your own. Um, But being able to go into a room with other people who are fighting the same demon is the only way, you can do it because you don't have strength in those moments. Like you're, you're at your weakest moment and it's like having these abilities to, to unite with other people who are going through similar things is such a great, it's, it's a gift um, that that's being able to be, you know, used to help move the narrative forward and move people closer together. And people who want to use it to tear others apart, it's kind of, but it happens in every everything you know people always want to use something good for something bad it's just the way the the world works but i think there's more good being done with it than there is there is bad
2: me too me too absolutely i do like you know some of the countries that um go onto my blog there's some countries with i know women are really repressed there and it always brings me joy to think that they're reading maybe a sensual poem something that they weren't allowed to even think you know they get out now they get to experience that too. Um, yeah, it's, like, it's that giving it to somebody else. It is a gift, and it's a it's bringing people together that way too.
1: Yeah, it reminds us that we're all human beings. Yeah, just, try, just trying to hammer a maple tree.
2: <laughs> well, you have to wait till the bark swells to really get in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. that, reminds, that reminds me of something. I don't- we tell it's full of swollen ecstasy. Oh yeah, Elizabeth, poet kisses pufferfish Ramadi. Um, I want to thank you so much for coming on the uh, first draft with Matthew Whiteside. That's me uh, podcast. <laughs> I have to clarify that that's me. Otherwise, yeah. people won't know.
2: they forgot we were talking for so long.
1: I, I truly find it as a pleasure, uh, as a gift, as a treasure. Uh, uh, did I already say treasure? No, I said pleasure. They sound like. See, poet. Poet. I feel like every time I do write poetry, I feel like I'm trying to rhyme too much and it's like Dr. Seussy. But I kind of I like Dr.
2: Seuss. When I write some types of poetry, when I start doing that, I have to stop it because I'm like, I don't want to rhyme it. it. Doesn't all have to rhyme.
1: It doesn't. But, okay. but it's it's it sounds cooler when it rhymes.
2: <laughs> you know, a lot more people remember it when it r- rhymes that way. They do. They remember it, it.
1: It helps the writer or the reader get into a flow too. So it's like it keeps them engaged because they want to. They're like, oh, what are they going to rhyme with? Flirt. Flart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you
2: go. <laughs> I can rhyme anything. Give me a word. Give me a word.
0: <laughs> menstruation.
2: Menstruation. How about um, menstruation? Wait for shun is what you have to rhyme. So you have to rhyme the end of it because you don't want to rhyme the beginning of it. So shun, tun, one, fun, blun, bun, cun, dun, mun, uh, pun, sun, run. I'll give you the easy ones at the end. Menstruation. Well, that's a, that was not a, that's not always a fun image in your head, is it? Yeah, <laughs> Wednesday,
1: was men- Wednesday was my menstruation.
0: <laughs>
2: Menstru- so, on
1: Thursday, so on Thursday, it was not much fun. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's called. There, there's there's a, a poetry that's called like slam poetry where they feed off of each other's words like that. I'm not very good at that, but I do like the rhyming when you rhyme with somebody. It's kind of fun.
1: It is fun. I freestyle a lot on the channel during interviews and stuff like that. I don't know if you've seen any of those, but they I try to freestyle and it's uh, it's pretty much the most amazing thing in the history of the internet.
2: <laughs> I thought I read that somewhere, that <laughs> it was the history of the internet. They wrote it that-
1: website. It was on website.com. <laughs> <laughs> you have to check it out. Hey, what is what is, your what is your website called?
2: Website.com on the interwebs.
1: It's <laughs> a website.com and it's a completely unclaimed domain.
2: It is? I don't know. Yeah,
1: I, could, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I got to get that.
2: <laughs> you did not, did you?
1: No.com? <laughs> <laughs>
2: You just thought about it. You're really coming to buy it.
1: I did want to buy it. Let me see if it's still available. To
0: check
1: it out. <laughs> watch website.com. Website.com.
2: Is it all website or just website?
1: Website.com. Let's see. Yeah, create your free web- website.com. Oh, it's a website builder.
2: It's a website.com. Thought- <laughs> <builder. Websites. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> How clever are they? <laughs> That's I better. thought it was a fun <laughs> hey, What's your website? Website.com.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Did you it get the
2: first card? It's like a <laughs> card. It just says website.com. And you think it's a joke and you flip it over. You could have like the holograph side and you're like, no, it's just website.com. Where do I go? Website.com. Website.com.
1: It could very, it very well confuse people. Like when I had this podcast used to be called "This Won't Work," and people would people would click on it, and they would they would send me a message, like an email back, and say, "Hey, man, I clicked on the link, but it said this won't work." <laughs> it's like, a- like, damn it! <laughs>
2: <should put> that. <laughs> that would be funny if you always had that as your first link to make it like to fuck people.
1: I know, but I was like, this is not going to be, this definitely will not
2: work. They'd say here, click
1: Just confusing people. Successful businesses I don't think confuse people as far as I know.
2: Yeah. They try successful
1: not to at least. They don't. Yeah, successful businesses do not confuse people.
2: Yeah, successful. No, they make it really simple, don't they? Where do you go? Website dot com.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. You have to make it simple on for people, otherwise they'll.
2: What website do you like? I like dogs. Good. So, what's your website? I like dogs. <laughs>
1: yeah, otherwise people eat Tide Pods and uh, kill oh,
2: themselves. Oh.
1: That kind. Of... It's just not safe. <laughs>
2: Every generation is going to have their thing that they take too far. And we ha- can never learn what our limits are unless somebody takes it too far. Right.
0: And that's yeah. Exactly
2: an example of it without saying like, Oh, what an idiot. What a stupid kid. Like, look at it. Like that kid was trying to push the limits. It's and look what blister. happened. Yeah, a trailblazer, maybe not in the healthiest direction, but in a direction of, okay, maybe humanity needs to look at stuff like that and go, mm, maybe we're not going to go in that direction anymore. It's not healthy. We could end up dead. You know?
1: <laughs> well, we're all going <laughs> to end up dead. So. <laughs> a
2: bit faster and dead. <laughs> faster and dead.
1: Fast and dead.
2: Fast, fast dead and, and, in, and dead.
1: Fast and
2: dead.
1: Well, What did you, what did you say?
2: Um, I said, well, we'll just keep talking about the fast and the dead. I said, I, I feel like you keep talking to me. I, I don't know if we're saying goodbye or we we'll keep going. It's like it's one okay. of those clips you're like, are we on breakup two or are we on breakup three?
1: <laughs> this will be the first breakup.
2: <laughs> and I'll never come back.
1: <laughs> I can only imagine how many plays and downloads this podcast is going to get. And they're oh, going to okay. Four minutes into it, and think, I will not waste my time. <laughs> oh, no. I will not waste my
2: life. Think we do that terrible of a job? Did we really?
1: I think we did a great yeah. job.
2: I think we did awesome. I thought it
1: was fun. you are funny. funny.
2: I will tell you that your your um your videos and stuff are really funny to watch, and you are funny. So I was kind of like trying to watch your stuff the past couple days to, um, I get your humor and I see it like trying to burst out of you when you're talking to people. People people whose energy level might be a little bit different than yours. I'm the same way, like you know. But you're good at holding it. (laughs) You're good at holding it back. I'm not very good at holding it back.
1: Um. (laughs) I can tell. uh, (laughs) You do such a great job with it. Because I think that's I think that's like one of my uh, gifts is just being able to play off of other people pretty well. Um, I feel like by myself I'm not very funny, but like if I'm talking to another person, I'm very environmentally funny to where I can play off another human being or a subject or what's going on in the environment and be yeah. funny about that. but like if it's just me standing there like trying to tell a joke it's like this guy's an idiot he has <laughs> like nothing good to say
2: that's you know what this so you have to kind of figure out somebody else's energy before you can even you know um be yourself, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if your humor is it doesn't sound forced to me, so I don't want to say it's, it's who you are, but I feel like that's a part of you, you know, your silliness is
1: a real oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah Absolutely. You know that video of the, no, the, the book. The book review video that I did, um, that opening scene, that was the first take. Like, no, I didn't write any lines. I totally ad-libbed the whole thing. And my girlfriend Sherry, she was like you amaze me. Like that was seriously, you're like Mister Mister First Take.
2: Oh, sweet. sweet.
1: It, it was sweet. Yeah. but it's cool. Like it was pretty good, right?
2: Yeah, it was awesome. I told you it was awesome. I told you this morning that was the one that I commented on. I was like, that was a gift. That was awesome. Uh- <laughs> that was <so> stupid. <laughs> There was another one I just saw on Twitter because it comes up in my feed now. Your thing comes up. I don't really understand how Twitter works so well. But you did it with another one, and I can't remember her name. I don't want to say the wrong thing. J.M. Um, Brewster? Brewster? I'm sorry. I don't know
1: where it is. J.M. Brewster, her book review. Yeah. Did you watch it?
2: Oh, my God. That was hilarious. That was awesome. That oh. was so I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong name and I don't want her to, you know, but that was so cool too. Those are good. Man, what if you yeah. read a book and then you write it and you do a video about it and you're hilarious and you give them a good review. Like well,
1: cool. the books are, Like if the, and the thing is like, I didn't want to do reviews. Like I see them done all the time. Like here's, here's the, like here's the whole story basically. Like I don't want to know what the story is. I want to know what you felt about the book. Like, I think that gets lost a lot of times. Like books give me a certain feeling. Like when I'm reading it, this is the shit that's like, whoa, I want, it's, it's a, it's like this visceral feeling that I have while reading. And I want to know that I'm going to get that from a book. And I don't get that by somebody being like, well, the main character's name is this. And this is the storyline that he goes through and he has to fight this bad guy. And, and this is how it ends. Like that's, I don't get that feeling from that I get the feeling from like telling why is it why is it like that and I, I don't know I just so I wanted to do it my way and I, I feel like it's doing a pretty good job it's been a hell of a lot of fun though
2: yeah it's fun to watch keep well, doing you. those I think people well,
1: those, will those videos are getting like the most views what was that those videos are getting like the most views too
2: because the- people do want fun you know they do they want to have fun they want to laugh i thought so yeah that's cool i don't know how did we get on to the reviews the book reviews oh we we're talking about you yeah so I've, I've listened to enough i kind of heard your story stuff through that and through that podcast you do with um dirty sci-fi buddha you guys went through a lot of you guys talked through a lot and that one that's how i found you from the beginning
1: yeah these podcasts end up being a lot longer Because I guess I just don't get sick and tired of looking at the person's face, so it's much easier to continue talking. That makes sense.
2: You like doing podcasts better?
1: No, I I love interacting with people face to face.
2: Yeah, me too. I think that's how you pick up their energy too and figure out like where they're at. Yeah, like what kind of leader
1: but this is good too. I I enjoy the podcast. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I enjoy doing this. Um, but the, the face, I feel like they just, there's, there's more there, but this has been really funny and interesting.
2: (laughs) Well, I hope I'm too much. Weirdness came out.
1: No, you're total spaz. Just like I thought you would be.
2: Stop it. Did you?
1: (laughs) I'm coming to to realize that anybody who likes what I'm doing is a complete spaz. (laughs) <laughs> I, like I get a comment from somebody like I really love what you're doing, I'm like, oh, you're you're nuts. <laughs> I, I
2: great, great. Perfect,
1: Perfect. you're I'll, insane. Too.
2: I'll hang out. I'll hang out with the misfits. I like this place anyway. I've always been. <laughs> it's
1: a it's a fun way to live. Honestly, I'm happier than most people, so I'm not complaining.
2: That's awesome. Good. I love the bedtime stories, too, that you do. Those are fun. I I've know, only been able to, we, to one or two of them. Those are really sweet.
1: We just haven't had time to do them because she's been working and stuff at night. So Yeah.
2: I mean, it's hard probably to record those, you know, especially when you're tired from your day. and stuff.
1: Yeah, because we were doing them live. Yeah. We did them live. Yeah. So, I mean, I would love to get back to doing it. Yeah. But I don't know. one of those things just like they were they were done live not a ton of people tuned in um but maybe uh, maybe once the channel grows and gets bigger and there's more of a following then we can start doing it again because i don't i'm hoping event like once i get to a thousand subscribers the channel can start making money but after like it doesn't make anything until i get a thousand subscribers and like uh a certain amount of like forty thousand or 4,000 watch hours or something like that. So
2: 4,000 watch hours. Oh man.
1: I think I'm at like 20, 20 something thousand watch hours now.
2: What a complicated world though. Right. That's part of the thing about putting out this blog. I, even when you were asking me for my Twitter and stuff, I was like, God, I, I feel like it's one more thing. One more thing that I've got to tack on to understanding and wrap my head around. Cause I want to be good at it. You know, I don't want to if I'm going to put my foot in the door, I want to put both feet. You know, I'm not going to just stand at the door and say, oh, maybe I'll go in.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a yeah, hard thing.
2: The thing. I mean, did you know that information, you know, five years ago? Probably not, right? You didn't know anything about how many people you would need to make money or how many people, how many you had to watch.
1: I didn't even what- know how to use Skype until two months ago when I said, hey, do you guys want to do Skype interviews with me? And then that night, I was like, "Shit, I better figure out how to Skype. <laughs> I better figure out how this works."
2: Oh yeah, let's see how this works.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've learned, this is all absolutely learning on the go. Like, I learned how to edit video. I learned how to make thumbnails. I learned how to write a book, publish a book, like create a website, all within this time frame. That's awesome. That's
2: but awesome. that's what. You, 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 can, you can adapt as well. What was that?
1: You can adapt as well. You have that same kind of crazy energy that if you could just focus it like a laser, <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's... You,
1: can learn, you can learn anything.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's my next thing is to learn this whole thing called the internet. Huh.
1: <laughs> Elizabeth, trust me on this. I wouldn't have some idiot on my podcast, okay? I think you're very talented and you can go places.
2: <laughs> thanks, thanks. I just have to figure out the internet part of it. It's not easy. It's not an easy part. Um, And the time of it, you know, like when I'm going to post it. I mean, you're doing, so you do one take of stuff. And I love that. That's what I try to do with my poetry too, because I don't have the editing capabilities. I take one take. I read it one time, record it one time, you know? Yeah. Yep. and then put it up there that's what you got to do
1: yeah i don't have time to sit around and edit a bunch of shit like i i would with the amount of times i mess stuff up but that's where like i love improv because i just play off of my last screw up and turn it into what i meant to say <laughs> like i totally meant to do that Improv <laughs> yeah. would
2: definitely help you get that if you did improv with um they do small audience improvs i'm not sure what major town you're you're from the East Coast, I think, right? Yeah. Um, so you've got to have like improv groups there where you can kind of play off um, with the audience. Like you could have an audience that might help you with your comedy. See, I'm going to keep telling you, you need to go do comedy, stand-up work. <laughs> go I know. try it. I, know.
1: I do need to. I, I just have to. I just have to pick a class for improv because there's lots of them, and then just say I'm going to dedicate myself to doing it,
2: and then just yeah. make it
1: happen. So
2: And write down the funny stuff along.
1: So I know. Writing down jokes is tough. Anyway. Well, thanks for nothing. Um I appreciate
2: You <laughs> have an abundance of nothing. How was that?
1: <laughs> hope you... You... <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this show about nothing.
0: <laughs> Hello.
1: Hey, I'm really sorry about that. I don't know. I swiped down on the phone to look at something because I thought I got a message and like the whole thing just shut off and I was like, holy shit. And I thought I lost the entire recording.
2: <laughs> um, Jesus, I, you go down in history and you just lost the first piece of it.
1: <laughs> that would have sucked. <laughs> Seriously would have sucked. But I think I, think I think it just came up. But I wanted to give you a chance to say bye to... Everybody, all the entire universe that um, that's, listen, that's listening right now. That's listening to this I, podcast.
2: I was like, I was really surprised that we ended it with nothing. I was like, oh wow, we ended it with nothing. That was kind of an interesting way to end it. Um, I didn't
1: it. <laughs> How artistic of him!
2: <laughs> yeah, very dramatic artist right there in the moment. <laughs>
1: by. And bye. <laughs> oh my god! This is so stupid.
2: Oh, uh, that was no, so fun. You made me laugh. Yay! Laughing is excellent. fun.
1: Yeah, laughing is a lot of fun. I want, I want. I do want you to be able to tell everybody, um bye, and thank you, and thank me. I mean, for letting you come on my show. <laughs> so, uh, so take it away.
2: <laughs> uniweb Productions is the best. <laughs>
1: Yes, and
2: <laughs> thank you.
1: <laughs> Please continue.
2: <laughs> You're so fun. Thank you so much. Seriously, it was a blast! I'm glad we got to do this. I just knew that we would laugh. It would be fun. Oh, yay! Um, but thank you. I do appreciate it. I always appreciate it when you stuff on my my poems too and you're reading them and i know you're liking them and you know tell your friends <laughs> i like that you do that it's very helpful and i love that you help other artists out there you know because you're helping inspire the inspirational people mm. help them up that's cool i told you this morning on i post i sent a message on that thing and i said hey this was awesome i'm glad you're doing this you're exactly in the niche that i think is needed I mean, I don't know many people who do that, and it's helpful, and it's funny, and it's a good time. So yay! So go you. Was that enough? Should I keep telling you how awesome you are? <laughs> Anything else you need, ego? <laughs> I'll give it to you. I. Uh, Master no, ego.
1: I, I, I like hate-
2: to have some cookies.
1: <laughs> um, I think I get the point. So what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> now you're just being condescending, honestly.
2: <laughs> oh, you're the best, you're the greatest.
1: <laughs> yes. Did you hear that, dad? Do you hear that,
2: dad? <laughs> stop, stop.
1: <laughs> yeah. Shut up oh. down there. Get out of my basement. He's <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Damn it!
2: Oh, fun. What a fun well, time. I think we should have a podcast, and we'll just make it about funny things. <laughs> no, I can't. That's a joke. That's a joke. We're not starting a podcast. Well,
1: I already no. have one.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right. You have one.
1: You're welcome to come on anytime you'd like. <laughs>
2: Thanks. All right. If you want to
1: awesome. come on once a week and talk about your stupid poems and your. <laughs> in, your, in, your dumb, in your dumb marathons, by all means.
2: <laughs> well, it is what the people want. It's what the people want.
1: <laughs> you want to talk about what nobody wants to hear about, then please come on the show.
2: <laughs> please, please come on.
1: <laughs> please come on the show. The world needs more of what they don't need. <laughs>
2: Exactly it.
1: I'm the man to bring it. <laughs> oh, you do, you don't need any more of that, do you?
2: I, I have plenty.
1: I've got plenty.
2: <laughs> I'm quite cool, thank you. <laughs> here, here. That, that's that's quite all.
1: But my thing is, I offer it for free. So that's
2: yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You give it away for free. Good job. <laughs>
1: That's right. <laughs> People are still like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> nah, it's free, you say, huh? Are there any obligations? No, no obligations whatsoever. <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm good.
2: I'm okay. all, all this can be yours. <laughs> all this. All this and more.
1: <laughs> all this and more. All the writings and thoughts of Matthew Whiteside can be you're
2: free free for absolutely nothing <laughs> I'll give it to you well
1: how much how much is it worth uh,
0: it's a <laughs> lot
1: according to according to anchor <laughs> what, oh. what do you got on you Al?
2: <laughs> what do you carry right now? How much do you
1: I've got a paper clip, uh, a nickel, and this old gum wrapper.
2: Oh, so I was gonna say gummy bear. Nicely done. Nicely done.
1: Gummy bear, yeah. I mean MacGyver can make a bomb out of that. I could <laughs> certainly make a life with it.
2: You could make a life with it. Oh, and how profound <laughs> are you? Look at that. You turned it around.
1: I I turn everything around.
2: Yeah, that's good. That's a good quality. See, there you go.
1: Silver linings. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me how much better. Tell me more things about how good I am. (laughs) Well,
2: let's see. (laughs) You're just the awesomest, awesomer person in the world. I don't know how I existed before this. Everything has changed now.
1: <laughs> Excellent.
2: Yes. Yes. Excellent. yes. Well, it's forever uh, moved. By I'm
1: going to play this recording every night before bed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tell my girlfriend
1: I'm saying,
2: <laughs> see there? Your head.
1: <laughs> Say, there's, there's one satisfied woman. How about that?
0: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
2: It'll be the Oh well.
1: Well, see you later.
2: A lot of fun. I guess that's. I guess that is
1: the only way we can stop talking is if I just turn off the recording.
2: <laughs> well, that did work the first time really well. I was like, "Oh, well, I'll talk to you later too."
1: <laughs> I like how you you interpreted it as like a po- poetic way of saying goodbye. <laughs>
2: yeah, I told. Totally, I was like, "No, well, that was. I really thought you were more. It was an actor in a scene. Like you were like." You know, when you put your hands in front of your hands and end scene. (laughs) Ending. Boom. Yeah. We can really go now. (laughs) Oh no. And now there's no sound. Maybe that's how it should end. No sound. There's no sound. I can't hear anything. I wonder if you can hear me. I cannot hear you. La 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 la. I just Hello?
1: wanted to see how long you'd I just wanted to see how long you'd talk for if I just stayed quiet.
2: <laughs> oh, I felt like it was really rude to just hit stop. I was like, do I hit stop now? I was actually gonna start making just like noises, but then I thought, oh wait, this is part of the recording. So <laughs> that's probably not the good idea. Like noises in oh, my
1: Here's the deal. I'm not editing a damn part of this. I'm putting all of it up there.
2: No, no, no.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, you know what? I hope people have, you know, almost two hours of time to sit and just to us ramble because what a gift we just gave the world right now. This is it right here. This is gonna go viral. They're gonna send it around and say, wait, listen to these two geniuses. Sit around.
1: What do you think the the title should be?
2: Um oh gosh. All right, you're probably better with titles than me. What did you how did you how did you see it? How did you see this going? Um did it go exactly as you thought it would, or did it go sort of like you thought it would, or did you were you disappointed? I mean, are you walking away with just like this sucked? This would be fun.
1: No, I thought I thought I thought it would be a good time. Um, I can I can pick out inter- I know if there's somebody interest. Hold on, I can usually tell if somebody's interesting or not just by uh, the smell in the air. <laughs> the, um,
2: whiff. the whiff they give off.
1: <laughs> if, the whiff they give off over the internet yes. off of their website of their website dot com, and I could tell it was gonna be. I I could tell it was gonna be interesting um i was thinking i don't know like uh a poet kisses me good night oh but that sounds too stupid i don't like that it was the first thing i thought of uh, it's
2: kind of sweet but uh, it's not yeah i hear what you're saying we didn't really go like a you know i i mean we did talk about sex and sensual stuff a little bit you know but that really was that's more of that, that which is a funny name i guess i shouldn't but i like poet kisses i've been poet kisses forever Because poetry is like a kiss, right? It's something you give people. You give them wings and a kiss. Yeah, like here.
1: You could. Your name should be Harry Nipples from now on.
2: (laughs) Gross, gross, gross! Images. That's exactly the brand that I'm going for. How did you not realize that?
1: (laughs) I did. That's why I called. That's why I I did realize it. I think I think Harry Nipples is is a great title for this. For this podcast,
2: and I will—you only post pictures of nipples without hair—and I'll say, "Where did the hair go? Where did the hair go?
1: (laughs) What happened? What happened? What happened, man?
2: What atrocity at these nipples? Where is their hair? Look at
1: these unhaired nipples. (laughs) (laughs) These unfuzzed nips." Oh, I want I want you to come up with a with a title for me, and then I'll put it on the podcast. Please.
2: Okay, I will. Today, Thanks. right I now. Just... Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, as soon okay. as possible. Got it. I'm Thanks. Podcasts.
2: All right. No problem. See you later. Well, I see you to... later. I want see you later. I'll say you talk to you later see you on DM
1: the podcast. Okay. What was that? DM it to me on Twitter. The the. Uh... The title.
2: All right. I'm on it.
1: Uh, okay. Bye.
2: Okay. See you later.
1: See you later. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>